Have you ever asked yourself that question? You know, am I tolerated or am I celebrated? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to unpack tolerated or celebrated. Where do you actually stand again, tolerated or celebrated? Where do you actually stand? I go by the name of ED. We're not going to make this complicated. It just means Ed. I have an eight point framework in which I'm going to break down eight points and then I'm going to send you on your way family. This today's episode is really special. It's dear to my heart and I hope that you really truly enjoy it because we constantly ask ourselves, Hey, really, am I appreciated here or do I need to really keep it moving? Am I really just being tolerated for the meantime in between time or am I really being celebrated and appreciated? I hope that I can truly address that for you today. Listen, let's first of all look at the concept of being tolerated. When you're being tolerated, or I should say point number one, being tolerated, the lack of recognition, despite your hard work and your dedication, your efforts go unnoticed. There's no acknowledgement. There's no appreciation. There's no, hey, good job, or hey, we're so glad that you did what you did. What ends up happening is you feel like, uh, but really when you break down these four points of being tolerated, it really sounds sort of like this. So the first point is really being tolerated. The second point is your ideals are being sidelined or basically like, like, I like to call it sidelined ideals, your suggestions. It doesn't matter how innovative they are, how beneficial they are, how often, or basically they're often pushed to a side and completely disregarded. Oh, you need an example for that. I'm so glad that you asked because only reason why I'm able to unpack this because I've lived on both, both sides of the coin as they would say heads and tails. And reason why I say that is, is because of the fact that, um, you, when you unpack it and look at how, when you're being tolerated, you can make a suggestion and you may have been there longer than the person you're making a suggestion to. You may have been there. You may have the experience as, as well as with the knowledge of the work experience, as well as really evidence to back up your claim, but it still goes unheard. And the challenge is, is when your, your ideals are sidelined, what do you do? Do you keep giving side? I mean, do you keep giving suggestions? Do you keep pouring into what nobody really wants to hear anymore? Or, or do you, do you quiet yourself down and just say, okay, this is what it is. What are my next steps? See family, I want to say this and I don't mean no disrespect. I mean this respectfully. We have to get to a point well, we're not going to be a victim. We're going to be a victor. And what does that look like, ED? Well, we have to understand, as my grandma would say, the writing is way past on the wall. Huh? What that mean, grandma? The writing is way past on the wall. What she was saying was, is that the writing is on the wall and has reached a, a past the wall. How long are you going to sit there and keep watching the writing build up and you don't make a decision? You don't make a decision. You see, I didn't say choice. You thought I was going to say choice. No, you have to make a decision. Is this is what if this is where I want to be? And this has nothing to be. It just doesn't have to be work related. It could be personal. And you have to ask yourself, is this working or uh, really benefiting me? Is this is this value? Is there value being added to me? If this is not the value is not being added to me, then what, what am I doing here? 
I'm causing more harm to the person that or the, the stakeholders that I'm working with than, than helping because they don't like my ideals. They're being sidelined. I'm not being recognized. So why would I want to recognize them if I'm not even being recognized? All right, I'll move on. Maybe I'm, maybe I got too close to home and I knocked on your front door. Excuse me, I rang the doorbell because I wanted to be polite. But I'm just being honest with you, family. We have to make that decision. Point number three, feeling of replaceability. Ooh, Ooh this is going to be a tough one. So I hope that you guys are okay with this. Feeling of replaceability. There's a looming sense that you could easily be substituted, replaced, disregarded, made to exit stage right. And how do you know that? Mm, do I need to, do I want to say this? Well, all of a sudden you're sitting there and you get called into a meeting. And in this meeting, you're excited because you know, maybe again, maybe this time they'll hear your ideas. As you're sitting in the meeting, you start looking around at faces you've never seen before. People that you didn't, you don't know where they came from and what they're doing here. You're like, oh, am I in trouble? And you sit to listen patiently to what are the next steps. And all of a sudden you hear your manager say, hey, I'd like to introduce your new uh, stakeholder that's going to be part of your project management team. And I just need you to really train them and show them and get them caught up to speed of where we're at in the actual project. If anything comes up where you need my assistant, please let me know. Okay, but why do we have them here when we're doing pretty well and we don't really need these people here no disrespect but it seems like you're trying to replace me not to keep me to be permanent oh no 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 we're not doing that we're these are these are these, these are temporary resources so we can get up to speed and there's a lot more work coming and we want to make sure that we have the right resources in place hmm so you say so family i challenge you and i and i ask upon you really when you get this feeling or as as we would say the instinct really of feeling that you're going to be replaced you may want to start asking those questions and be bold and brave to ask those questions you don't have to ask everybody in a mama ask yourself what does it really look like not what i wanted to believe not what i dreamed it would believe not because of all the hard work that i've dedicated everything that i put into this no what are you actually seeing right now not yesterday but right now in this moment that will tell you everything of what the next steps are and what you may or may not need to do maybe you're overthinking it but what if you're not let's move on to point number four regarding if you're being tolerated stagnated growth listen your manager or your leader shows no interest in investing in your professional development and you know me family if i'm in an organization and they're not willing to invest in a in professional development it doesn't matter how much money they throw at me i know that sounds strange um, i don't you know matter of fact let's park there parenthetically when you think about it there was a question asked uh, to say, would you rather uh, have dinner? And I, I'm going to do a whole little thing. At first, I wasn't going to do it. But now that I think about it, I shall or and I should. They, the question was, would you rather have dinner with Jay-Z or uh, $500,000? And most people, you know, would take the 500K. Uh, I even heard Jay-Z say, hey, take the 500K. Basically, the consultation advice that I'm going to give you is in my music and that's only 10 bucks see if you just pay attention to that then you're then he, he really got you on that one 
you weren't paying attention because if you paid attention, you don't know what that conversation would say. See, I love what I love what Rick Ross said. He said, I would take the dinner with Jay-Z. He said, because that little request of what he told me to do with my music took me to another level. Mm, I like that. See, we look at the money or the, the financial aspect, but what happens we get that money? What are we going to do with it? We may spend it versus what if we had the conversation with Jay-Z and he said, hey, I'm over here investing in this particular thing. A lot of people don't know about it yet and you could probably be, be first, but it may require something of you and you may have to do certain things to get there ethically, of course, but that little nugget, you may be able to go back. He said, you got about five or 10 years before everyone else starts finding out and you say, hey, listen, I'm about to put money away for five or 10 years and so I can be ready for that next opportunity. And like I said, I'm going to expand on that more. I'm actually going to do a video on it because I think as I was listening, there were some things that I think we missed, but we can pay if I if I put them out there as uh, opportunities, I think you, you may change your mind from taking the money to having dinner with Jay-Z. Me personally, I'm going to take the dinner with Jay-Z. You can keep the money and I'll tell you why at another date. But let's get back to let's get back to our, our broadcast. Reason why I said if uh, an organization doesn't offer the opportunity for personal development or growth within my career as around training and education um, and they're scarce, there's really no true clear advancement path. Now, you may say, well, what's, what's training and education and everything have to do with your advancement? Yes, real world experience definitely works. But I'll tell you this, if especially if, as a project manager, you can have real world experience and you need it. You definitely need it. But let's say if I didn't have a PMP, then how could I really show a potential client that maybe we may engage with to say, hey, um, yes, I got the real world experience and they'd be like, great, we know and we know you can get the job done, but why are you not certified? If you can do this, then you should be able to just go ahead and take the PMP test and knock it out. This is a certification. This is not a you going to go after a two year or three year or four year degree. And so that would be a reason why for me, it would be a no go and say, hey, you know what? Maybe this is probably not going to work. So uh, I probably need to look for another organization because to me, personal development and training opportunities are the catapult on top of the wor real work experience. So you get all of that together because it's, it's like a gumbo. You can't just have one without the other. You can't just have all the education in the world because I've seen people do that. Like I go get all these degrees. Okay, I'm, maybe I'm talking about me. Go get all these cert certifications. Okay, maybe I'm talking about me. And then then have the real world experience. But when I went and got all of that together, it really gave me an opportunity to have the gumbo experience as I'm calling it, because now I got the education, I got the certification, and I have the real world experience. This ain't something, no theories that I'm making up. And that's why I always challenge you family when I put something out here to go and test it, go experiment with it. Cause that's what I do when I listen to some of my favorite podcasts or my favorite uh, people that put content out, I go and try and experiment. I'm just not watching just to watch. I want to be able to take it and see if I can apply it. So these four items that I described to you as being tolerant, check them out. See if it applies to you as far as where you're currently at, whether professionally or even personally. And if you see there's a gap, as my guy, know, uh, I, I know rail, Got some explaining to do. All right, let's move on to something positive. So 
if you know in your uh, if you're being celebrated, there's four things that I want to be able to address here. First one is consistent recognition. Your efforts are regularly acknowledged and you feel valued for the work you do. Oh, that's key. Have you ever felt valued before? I'm talking about the type of value where you finish a project on time, on budget, within scope, or, you know, with, y'all yeah, say within scope, and the quality is amazing. And through that whole, through the whole project, your project team, your stakeholders are really making you feel value. Your, pro your sponsor is really making you feel value. That value word is amazing. And the reason why it's amazing because it makes you want to do more than what you're currently doing. It makes you want to extend yourself more than what you're doing because of the fact that you're feeling valued, you're feeling appreciated. And it's not just a one time thing. It's a regular acknowledgement. Nobody's saying like every time, oh, give me a pat on the back. No, 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 no. What we're saying is, is you see you see the work that I'm doing. You see what it took for us to get here. Now, now it would be nice to be acknowledged for the work that we're putting in, the dedication and the commitment. Because see, a lot of people that show up on projects, they're interested. What does interested look like, ED? Well, they're interested to see where you're at. They don't really care about really the project. They're just interested to see where they're at so they can pick and pry. I've seen those type of people where they'll send an email or ask for a daily update and you're like, well, what does that have to do with helping us drive this project to a better fin to, to a, a better finish? So for those people out there and if you're listening, that's not value. Being valued is is jumping in and getting and getting as Les Brown talked about getting some mud on you, getting some dirt on you, basically jumping in and saying, how can I help? Not how I can micromanage you, but how can I help? Do you want me to take on this? Do you want me to do this? Yes, I do need that. So that is showing value, in my opinion, is subject is subjective. Again, point well, point number two, value input. Your ideals are not only heard, but watch this, family. They're actively sought out after. Implement it, and oh, this is my favorite because I've seen I've seen leaders do this once in a while. Not every leader I've seen because I don't want to I don't want to be cold blooded like that. But I've seen it where you put something together, i.e. PowerPoint, i.e. Uh, a meeting uh, recap or uh, some type of business proposal or something like that. As a matter of fact, I have the business proposal uh, video coming up soon. I want to go unpack that little thing there for you. I think you're really going to enjoy that. We're going to have some fun with it. But guess what they do? They give you credit. See, I remember there's a story I want to share real quick, family. There was uh, there was a stakeholder that I was working with. And one thing I loved about her is that she she was very committed. She showed up every time. She would always ask in my consultation, like, hey, what do you think about this? This is what I'm thinking about doing. You know what I would tell her? I wouldn't say, oh, it's not going to work. I would say, go test it out. Test it out in a small group and let me know what the results are. And then we could probably then we can expand it if it makes sense. And then on top of that, I said, hey, here's what I would definitely recommend. You're trying to stay in front of this project. You're seeing that the team is falling behind. Set up what I call office hours. And what you do is you put a, a time on your calendar and you send it out to the team and say, hey, we have open. I have open office hours. So that way from 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 for an hour, you can drop in at any time to ask me any questions or if you need me to pull people in for us to have a conversation, I'm here to support. 
And do you know how effective that was? Matter of fact, I'm putting that in my next book because I know how effective that was. And what it does is it, it creates a sense of, um, watch this family. It creates a sense of, of people feeling like, oh, they really are committed because you are. If you're going to take time out and open up an hour or two hours of your, your schedule and say, hey, there's no point of sitting there trying to figure out, come in here. We can have a brainstorming session. I, I, I seriously put this time and block my calendar off to make sure you get the proper support that's required. Point number three, a sense of belonging. Listen, you're just not a member of the team. You're truly an integral part of the success, meaning your role is clear and your contributions are indispensable. Oh, that's, that's huge. Again, like I said, if anyone has ever made you feel value, if anyone has made you feel important, if anyone has showed a commitment to you and not an interest in your, in your development, what more could we ask for? Because that shows me that leader not the manager, that leader is, is really willing to bet on you. And, and I've always, and I've, oh, I've seen it and I haven't seen it yet. And I'm not going to say it's not going to happen and it may have happened. That's why maybe some of these, 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 uh, these people that used to be leaders and now they're managers because of the fact that maybe someone, um, said they were going to do something and they didn't do it. And so then they turned into a, a micromanager. And when they turned into a micromanager, they forgot about their leadership styles. They always say when somebody burns you as far as does you wrong, that turns you into somebody that you didn't want to be in. But now you just to protect you and your role as, as, as a leader, you want to make sure that everything is lined up. Well, let me let you know more people are going to want to walk away from you. More people are not going to want to work with you because they're not going to feel comfortable because every time they look over their shoulder, you're going to be sitting there breathing over their shoulder. That is not leadership. That is definitely management. And so uh, if you want to manage that way, hey, that works for you. But I'm going to tell you this, uh, when the job market opens and gets better, the person that you thought was a great resource, is they up out of there, they're going to move. They're going to exit stage right because they don't feel comfortable that you trust them. This is about a, a trust. If you say you're going to do something, I'm going to, of course, I'm going to verify that you've done it. I'm going to verify that you said you're going to do it, but I don't, you don't have to, there's certain resources that you don't need to be hovering over. You need to give them an opportunity. So they, because if they, if they want, they want to be able to earn your trust and the way they can earn your trust is saying, Hey, I'm going to be able to do this. And sometimes people don't feel comfortable coming back to you and saying, Hey, I'm stuck here. I'm stuck there because of the fact that they know, well, maybe I'm probably going to get micromanaged if I say this, so I better go and figure it out instead of taking, you know, my favorite word, collaborating together. So again, family, for point number three, I know this is a long video, but I'm really passionate about you being tolerated versus you being, you know, celebrated. I'd rather be celebrated any day because you can go anywhere in this world and be tolerated. Let me move on to point number four, investments and growth. As I said before, if there's an organization or a partnership that I'm that I'm in, I'm working with, and there's not an opportunity for me to develop prof professional development or some type of training, and or mentorship, and and it's not a, a clear pathway for investment. For me, I'm just talking about for me, family, it's, it's probably not a good position for me to be in. It's not a good uh, organization for me to be in because for me, I want to be able to give and grow. I want to be able to learn and grow. The whole pur purpose of when you have a career, a career is about growth. It's not saying, oh, I'm here for a check. 
Now, there are some people that come to the organization or work in the organization uh, for a check, but I'm here for the check too, but I'm also here for the experience. I'm also here for the growth. And because of that, I'm willing to invest in myself just as much as I'm hoping you're willing to invest in me. Listen, family, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and to, because really, there are a lot of people out here that are in situations, whether pers uh, professionally or personally, that they're being tolerated instead of being celebrated. I was listening to a motivational speak, and I may even uh, touch on that as well. And I believe it was Ray, Ray Lewis when he said, you know, uh, we need to stop partying and start celebrating. And what he was saying was and I, I had to go do my homework. And when I did my homework, my homework says a party compared to a celebration when you celebrate that means you are really you're celebrating with the accomplishment that you achieve a party is just hey it's your birthday you know huh versus a celebration you had to achieve something some type of milestone watch this or some type of really high achievement for us to create a celebration because we're not going to just be celebrating just anything a party is always going on but a celebration is is timeless mm. all right family until next time i'm out <laughs>